With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When the news about Shane Warne's passing emerged on Friday, I, for one, didn't really believe it. And many still can't quite begin to fathom or understand how a man so full of life and personality and charisma and honesty and skill and swagger, somebody who is so enriching to the sporting public, no matter where they're from in the world, could have left us at such a tragically young age. I'm recording this two days after we lost the great man, the great Shane Warne, the king of spin, or to many, just Warney. I don't want really to say too much. I'm going to leave that to several people who knew Shane Warne at his very brilliant best, which by all accounts was every last moment of his tragically short 52 years on the planet and we'll let them pay tribute properly. That's what this podcast is all about. 708 test wickets at an average of 25 in 145 test matches. He took 195 of those wickets in test matches against England, which many of you listening will have been there for, or at least remember. But as remarkable as those statistics are, they are unbelievable and legendary numbers, of course, and all the awards and the all-time World 11s he's been voted into and the Five Ashes series and the World Cup that he won with Australia. It's not those, really, the numbers that get us fans of the game of cricket excited when talking about Shane Warne. And they're definitely not the things that we'll remember about him. We often talk about the theatre in sport, and for most of us, the man you think of the most when you say theatre is Shane Warne, with his blonde hair and earring, the zinc cream across his nose. The most Aussie-looking bloke, really, ever. Half appealing, a quiet word with the batsman, always smiling, and drumming up the crowd, and also his teammates, and often causing quite a lot of concern for his opponents, whether that be one of the two batsmen in the middle, or the other nine watching from the dressing room, cowering. We hear some of the brilliant sledges, don't we, from down the years. I suspect that we've probably only heard a fraction of some of the truly brilliant ones. But we love a lion heart, 
a true sportsman. And what I mean by that is somebody who is elated and joyful in victory, but appreciative and magnanimous in defeat. Sportsmanship, not gamesmanship. Win at all costs, but be gracious when you don't. And as we all know, more often than not, Shane Warne won more than he didn't. Aussie journalist Gideon Hayes said, It was said of Augustus that he found Rome brick and left it marble. Well, the same is true of Warne and spin bowling. I think that captures it perfectly. Well, it wasn't just games of cricket that he won either. He won the hearts and minds of cricketing fans, not least here in England. This being a Barmy Army themed and produced podcast, it's important to stress that as much as he tormented us in the 36 matches that he played at test level against England wearing a baggy green, you'd be hard pressed to find somebody on the receiving end of his brilliance that didn't, eventually at least, come to love every classic moment that he gave us. He gave us many in the commentary box too when he finished playing. Those years at Sky helped him really embed himself into the fabric of England and England's sporting summers. But in in that most incredible lineup of stars that I've just mentioned, it was Shane that shone brightest. We related to him. We loved how human he was as well, didn't we? His honesty. Despite his off-field mistakes, he's somebody you could learn a lot from. He never changed. He was a leggy from Victoria. That's the way he always viewed himself right until the very end. His skill bamboozled and amazed people from all over the world. People like Michael Jordan, Mike Tyson appreciated and professed their admiration. But you also had rock stars. I suppose Shane Warne was a rock star. Prime ministers, actors. But it was really your everyday club cricketer attempting their very own ball of the century every weekend. The man in the pub, those men and women with a passing interest in cricket. They all loved Shane Warne. Every schoolboy wanted to be Shane Warne. He made cricket cool. Nobody is bigger than the sport, but my goodness, he came close. For years, in those five Ashes series that he won for Australia against us English, and even to an extent in 05, a rare loss, he broke English cricket fans' hearts. But on Friday the 4th of March 2022... Our heart was broken, not just in a sporting sense. An icon gone too soon. Rest in peace, Shane. By God, we'll miss you. Thank you for everything. And just remember, we only wish you were English. I think you can tell by the way I played, am I losing? That's... That is the straight one, the slider. Oh, Oh, that is close. That's really well bowled. Bowl him! There it is, the battle's over. And Shane Warne gets his fourth. Missed by a whisker. Shane Warne, off only two or three paces, he bowls, and Gatting is taken on the pace, bowled! Well, Gatting's still standing there, he can't believe it, but that must have turned a very long way. We haven't got a view of this, but it took his off stump, Gatting can't believe it. That is Shane Warne's first delivery in a test match in England. He's comprehensively bowled Mike Gatting. 
here's now a series of reactions from the last few days, starting with England captain Joe Root. I mean, it's sh shocked us all in the dressing room. Um, first thoughts go out to his family and his closest friends. Um, many condolences to, to all of his loved ones. I mean, it's hard to know what to say, really. And my experiences of Shane was someone that absolutely loved the game of cricket. It was always a joy to be around. Gave so much energy to the sport. And, and obviously, as a kid growing up, was a massive idol of mine. Someone who wanted to emulate uh, the way win a game on his own his, his skill level is incredible but um, to have the opportunity to, to spend some time with him get to know him a little bit um, albeit not a lot you know, it's, it's deeply saddening to to hear the news this morning Did he influence your career in any way? Certainly as a young kid watching him play um, I've been 14 when that 2005 Ashes was was on so in many ways that was you know that series was a, a massive influence on my career and um, you know the way he sort of captured the, the nation along with the whole of that series but his phenomenal performances throughout were you know that, that they're the sort of things that make you want to get into the game and play it and, and play at the highest level um, and you could see his, his joy and enthusiasm when he played but it's still there like when you got to, to speak to him even as a player now great to ch chat to about the game very knowledgeable um, just just wanted to see the game played at the at the peak of its powers and um, uh, yeah it's just really sad a lot of people say he got that balance between competitive edge and then sportsmanship right too is that something you agree with well, from watching on the sideline definitely you know I never got a chance to play against him but um, you, anyone that you speak to with him again that played against him said that know how formidable he was to play against not just with his skill but how he played the game but at the same time you know, he did it in the right way um, and he was a big advocate of that when he you know when he spoke about the game and commentated about the game as well so you know I, my opinion I would say so yeah many thanks to the ECB for that clip I know that Joe spent a lot of time with Shane Warne last summer he was in a bubble with him at the Dunnell Lynx golf alongside Vaughney and Goffey he said it was so much fun Another man who has spent a lot of time with Shane Warne working for Sky is David Bumble Lloyd. And last year, when he was speaking to us at the Barmy Army, our conversation naturally got on to Warney, as he'd spent a bit of time at Accrington Cricket Club, actually, before his Australia debut. And Bumble spoke so fondly about Warney. Shane is just, he's off, the, he's not on this planet. He really <laughs> um, I look, I, I look. I love that thing um, in the 05 Ashes um, video. I was watching it and it's like that documentary that was presented by Mark Nicholas and, and it cuts to Warren right at the start. And he says, there's a love affair between me and the England supporters. He goes, um, it's a love-hate relationship. He's like, I love them and they hate me. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and I actually disagree. I think we all love Shane Warren, don't we, in this country? Well, he, he's fantastic company. He, I mean, I could, he, I mean, I don't mind telling you bits and pieces about him that he came to me and he said, uh, I've got a great idea. I've got a management company. I've got a manager. I said, all right, yeah. He said, I've got a great idea. He said, well, you, just you and me, just you and me. He said, and we'll do extreme commentary. I said, what do you mean? He said, like, reel into it and swearing and shouting and, I said, where's this going out? He said, it's only on the internet. I said, oh, only on the internet. 
effing and blinding and shouting at the umpire and calling them all the names under the sun, the players. I said, yeah, it's great. I said, we do it once and then we both get the sack. <laughs> yeah. And then he'll, he'll say to me, what are you doing tonight? What are you doing? Well, like usual, you know, I'll have a, a couple of beers and a curry. Right, right. Meet me at 12 o'clock, I'll take you to a club. I said, what do I want to go to a club for? I'm 70. <laughs> Why do you, at midnight? I said, no, no, no. Oh, come on. No, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. So, I mean, he lives life to the full. As a lot of them do. These great players, you know, as a lot of these greats who don't need sleep. They don't sleep. You know, I'm, I'm out of it. Nine o'clock, half past nine. I'm tucked up. I'm happy. But you know, lads, I could ream them off. They, they go out at midnight. They don't go out till midnight. And they're as bright as, bright as buttons the day after. Not, not for me. He sounded so much fun, didn't he? Here's Barmy Army co-founder Paul Burnham, who watched more deliveries than most of Warns from a fan's perspective. And here is Paul talking to Aussie TV over the weekend. With Warney, it was... So I went on, on the trip when the Barmy Army started, like a lot of us that went to go and watch the Ashes, our dream trip. Warney had hit the, had hit the headlines, uh, you know, the previous summer with the, the ball of the century to, to Mike Gatting. Um, and we immediately had that uh, relationship with Warney that, you know, we were giving lots of stick from the terraces. And, um, you know, I must admit, we found the Australian fans quite easy to put back in their place, to be honest with you. And we still do to this day. And I mean that in the nicest possible way. But Shane Warne was a different kettle of fish. He was hard work. He was, um, he was able to dominate on the pitch uh, and give us uh, certainly as good as we gave him. I mean, the one that always comes to mind is when I, I remember organising a stand-up if you hate Shane Warne and got 500, 600, 700 of us standing up thinking, right, that was Shane. What does he do? He sits down. So he on the pitch, he sat down and waited for about 30 seconds and we realised that he'd probably already beaten us in the, in the, battle, of the battle of the song. And up he got and bowled his ball. And from that moment on, it, it was always the same with Warney. You know, you, we tried to give him stick. We had some fun with him. It was always, come on, Barmy Army, come up with some more songs. We did. Some of them were pretty poor. But, you know, just the reaction today in England is, uh, I, I've never known a reaction to somebody dying in cricket like this. And bearing in mind he's an Australian, that um, is probably the reason that, England had that shocking period from you know the early 90s to 2005 when we won and even then he was the leading wicket taker in the series and nearly and nearly turned it around both at Edgbaston with his batting and all the way through the series with his bowling so even though we managed to win um, it was still Warney was it was the you know it was the one that was hanging on for Australia right to the end he's a an absolute legend and as I always say you know what's the biggest compliment you could pay to Shane Warne is that we always wish he'd been English. We really do. He would have been, uh, history would have, wouldn't have been the same if Shane Warne had been English for that period. He was a, a remarkable cricketer and by all accounts, a remarkable cricketer off the pitch. I, I've only come across him a couple of times, you know, from a, a table away or whatever. And um, there's the guy that started the Barmy Army and he'd, he'd sort of make some sort of uh, one-liner to me that I couldn't respond to. So... You know, fair play, a legend off the pitch, um, 
an unbelievable cricketer on it and a massive loss to cricket because you just felt that at 52 years of age, he had so much more to give. You know, he was he was Mr. Cricket, wasn't he? Again, as that news broke just before England's tour match the other day in the West Indies, Ben Stokes gave his thoughts on the news. And Stokes had got to know Warney through the IPL franchise, the Rajasthan Royals, where Warney held legendary status, winning the first ever edition of the IPL with the final delivery of the inaugural final. He'd helped mentor Stokes at that franchise. And here is Stokes, he's speaking again to the ECB. You know, obviously, people like myself and, and plenty of other people around the world have got to know him personally very well. Um, it's very sad, but I think a reflection of him as a man, not only as a cricketer, was shown today in the tributes that have been paid to him. Um, you know, a legend of the game, one of the greats, and you know, he gave so much time to everyone. Um, and I think that shouldn't be overlooked. You know, as great of a player as he was, um, I think the the man that he was needs to be respected as well. What qualities will you remember from him working with him at, at the Rajasthan Royals? Um, I'll, I'll always remember the first sort of um, association we had was at Rajasthan, and I couldn't believe how much of a badger he was. Um, you know, he's he's done everything in the game. He's you know been there, done that in life as well, but. He still had the love and desire for the game as he had when he was still playing. Um, and that's quite rare in people like that who have achieved so much in his career. Um, and that's where you know, I said before that he gave so much time to everyone who wanted his help. He gave his own time willingly as well. So, um, yeah, very sad loss. Has it shaken the dressing room a little bit? Because there's a few people in that your dressing room who would have known him personally, like yourself. Yeah, it was very quiet this morning when the news broke. Um, and again, you know, not everyone in the dressing room knew him, but, you know, it's a shame one. Um, you know, we all grew up watching him play. Um, he's, you know, obviously made some amazing memories on the, on the cricket field, you know, growing up watching. So, you know, everyone can relate to him. Um, but, yeah, you know, getting to know him personally was obviously um, a bit of a shock and very sad. And finally, Chris and I on the podcast were so lucky to see the sheer admiration in Adam Gilchrist's eyes that he had for Shane Warne just a few weeks ago here on the podcast. We spoke at length about all kinds of things, but it just seemed weird to talk to Adam Gilchrist not about Shane Warne. We had to have a conversation, and this is what he came up with. What I do remember is the thing that I identified straight away, having been at an avid follower and admirer of Ian Healy. Uh, and, you know, just he's a hero of mine, really, what he was doing, and I aspired to be that role. So I identified that quickly and went straight and realised the partnership and relationship he had with Shane Moore. And I thought, that's the king guy. I've got to build a partnership with him out in the field. So I just went to Warney as much as I said, can you bowl to me as much as you can? And he's not the most avid trainer, Warney, so it was a bit tough to sort of get him to bowl those extra few overs at the end of end of practice. But he did, he did it well, and um, and that's what it was—just building up, you know, a familiarity with a bowler in in partnership, and and that was a highlight of my cricketing career. Simple as that. Did we keep the shame worn? It was simply full stop. Take the runs; they're good, they're a bonus. But to stand behind the stumps or squat down behind the stumps with the uh, with Shane Warne at the top of his mark you wouldn't want to be anywhere else in cricket. So good. So good. I mean, it, the thing is, it would be beneficial for, for him as well 
to have some a, a wicket keeper he was in tune with. So, you know, it's it worked, it's a two way thing. Um, Shane, I mean, wow. I mean, I've not watched this documentary yet, by the way. So I'm going. There's probably lots of things that, and I can't believe I've not watched it before I've spoken to you. Unbelievable. But um, Shane Warne. I had a look at it two nights ago, actually. Oh, uh, really? Good. Yeah. 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 No, very. It's uh, it's worth a look. It, it, it lets you, it, you certainly see what the, uh, where the fire burnt within to be who he is and, and what he is. And I mean, I think I just discredited him a bit. I said, there's no better seat in the house in Cricket than to squat down behind yeah. the stumps of Shane Warne. The next best seat is when he finishes that over and you walk up and you're keeping the Glenn McGrath. So yeah. how magical is that? But then you've got Shane Warne standing next to you telling you about last night's activities. Now, that is a win-win situation, <laughs> believe me. Um, no, Warnie, he, he is uh, – we all know what Warnie is. He is the biggest character of the game probably. Yeah. Was he like pretty much the driving force in that dressing room? Because there's loads – you had you – had, loads to choose from really didn't you i mean you've obviously got yeah. the calm air of of steve war and then you've got like glenn mcgrath who you know obviously he's just like a really impressive guy and i mean just all all really strong characters so that must have been fairly in, intimidating but also comforting in, in a kind of way because you're all in it together aren't you all trying to win you are and i think i think that was the beauty of it everyone just slotted in and, and was able just to be themselves and mm. warney Clearly, particularly if when you see this doco, you, you'll know that Shane Warne was just being himself. And Warney was I said we we're all great cricketers, some better than others. He was, in his mind, was just like he was playing grade cricket on the weekend with his mates, and then going out at night trying to have a night out, and he just forgot that the whole world was watching him. And to finish this podcast, let's just hear Shane Warne in his own words talking to the BBC a couple of years ago. It seems fitting to hear from him to end with. And here he is talking about a topic that hopefully, as the sense of loss fades, we'll be able to look back on Shane Keith Warne with a real sense of this. Happiness. I've been so lucky. Yes, there's been some mistakes I've made, some silly things I've done and some bad choices and all that, but the overriding fact is that I put a lot of smiles on a lot of people's faces. Uh, I like to think that I entertain people. I've been a great dad. Uh, My kids love me and that's the most important thing. I've got a great relationship with them. And my journey about the cricket was, it's been bloody good. You know, I've done some amazing things with a team uh, and individually. I've um, been pretty happy, more than I ever thought I could do. Um, yes, I trained hard, I worked hard and I worked at it. And, you know, it putting, there's not a lot of people out there that can say, you know, I, I brought a lot of joy to people in their life. And I'd like to think I have do that. And doing this book tour people saying oh the game's not the same without you we miss you playing and that's lovely for people to say that so I think looking at the book I'm happy with who I am I'm comfortable with who I am I've got a great relationship with my children I've got some great friends and that around me and um, I'm happy Sports Social Podcast Network